Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Christine Passo, who is a keynote speaker and life coach for experienced women. She's completed three certifications as a life purpose, connection, and transformation coach and became determined to share communication practices with her community to unravel the human disconnect so many are feeling today. As we take a journey into Christine's past, we will see what steps she took to live her passion and stand in her confidence. We have so much to delve into today, Christine, and welcome. Thank you so much, Summer. I feel so privileged to be here with you, to spend time talking about the things that are so important to both of us and to so many other people. So thank you. I'm so grateful. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. Before we actually jump into your professional journey, can you describe your life thus far in one word? Yes. So I will describe it in one word with an explanation. Does that work? It does. It absolutely does. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. We're in perfect shape then. So the word that I chose is actually a word I've used for quite some time. And the word is colorful. It's colorful because I feel a little bit like a cat who's lived nine lives because I feel like I've been there. I've worked there and I've had to restart. To me, the positive way of framing that is saying colorful because if I didn't live through all nine lives, I wouldn't have the same sense to understand what diversity means, how important it is to be inclusive I certainly wouldn't identify with the power in transforming oneself from the inside out. You know, from a really young age, I could feel from inside my bones how I was meant to have a strong impact on others. And honestly, it plagued me for decades because it took me until I was 50 years old to see myself as the raw Christine I was meant to be versus the Christine I thought I was expected to be. Uh, You know, I'll tell you, Summer, the jubilation that accompanied my awakening has by far been the most exciting, encouraging, and most powerful experience I've ever had in my life. And I'm extremely passionate about being that person who without an ounce of doubt believes in others and the countless things they're capable of achieving. And although I'm a life coach specifically for experienced women, I'm equally as passionate about being a connection coach in guiding all adult humans to build stronger connections, both at work and in our personal lives. Wow. Colorful indeed. I love it. I love that you also talk about conditioning, how we've been conditioned and how you have worked through that to become your true self, to stand in your confidence. And that I love, that is so rich. And we're going to get more into that journey. We're going to get more into that space of how this, 
evolved for you. So tell us some of the key aha moments that helped you better understand your wants, your needs, and the journey you wanted to curate for yourself. As I mentioned, I felt plagued for decades because I knew I was meant to do something that was really impactful to people, but I could never put my finger on it. And when I would try to, I'd come up wrong, right? It, it wasn't the right choice, but I thought, okay, well, now I can eliminate that. So those were not necessarily aha moments, but what was one starting point to an aha moment was when I worked at a, I worked a job for 13 years. I was a sales executive and it was, it was a great place to be. I was able to make good money and I made a great name for myself. But the whole time I thought, is this it? Like, is this, is this my career? Is this what it looks like? Because I'm not making an impact. I, I'm just not, which clearly was bubbling up from my soul. It, it was part of a purpose that I knew I was yet to practice, but again, I couldn't put my finger on it. So I'd left that job because I thought, okay, there are greener pastures. And it took me a little bit, but I finally found this company and I was really interested in interviewing with them. And I did. And during the interview, I asked a question to the hiring manager who was going to be my direct report. And I asked her, I said, if you were to look back a year from now and have hired me, what is it that I would have had to have done for you to say, you know what? She was a really smart hire. And honestly, you know, I tell this story in my communicate to connect keynote because that's how impactful this was my aha moment. I thought for sure I stumped her, but I didn't. I mean, she so casually looked back at me and answered, well, if you're happy here and if you're thriving in this role and if you're not, that we're working on transitioning you into a role that suits your goals. And if we don't have that role here at our company, we have an exit strategy in place for you so that you can be where you feel that you're best suited to achieve your goals. And that blew my mind because she wasn't looking at me as the role she was trying to fill. She saw me as a person with my own history and my own career goals. And that whether it worked with her at that company or elsewhere, she was going to help me get there. And nobody had ever treated me that way before. Nobody, 20 plus years working in the corporate sector, nobody treated me like an, an individual. Yeah. And that was my aha moment. I ended up getting the job. And from the moment I opened my laptop on my first day. I was a different woman. I started speaking up. I knew my voice mattered. She showed me my voice mattered. I knew that what I had to say was important. I was making an impact. She showed me the impact I can make. Now, it wasn't a coaching role and it wasn't a keynote speaking role. It shined the spotlight on me that I knew what I was capable of because really all my life, I had been coaching people. I had been coaching my teams. I'd been guiding and coaching my friends. I'd been trying to work on better communication. All the things that I focus on now, I'd been doing, but I never knew how to put a finger to it. And I never knew that it was my purpose. That interview with that manager, who is now my friend, by the way, she's such an amazing human. That was my aha moment. And that's all it took. Oh, wow. That is so awesome. I love that you had somebody special in your life to bring out of you because I believe it was always in there. Yes. 
but to cultivate and bring out of you what was there and to also say, it's okay. You're allowed. We've been conditioned for so many years to believe so many things about ourselves through clergy, parents, educators, that I think we take those steps, those journeys to get to we are today. They're not missteps because there's always wisdom, wisdom in everything that we do. And it's there. And sometimes we don't have those people in our lives to say, how do you want to cultivate it? How do you want to bring it up? How do you want to give back and have that impact in the world? That's something that I speak a lot about is passion, purpose, impact. And those three things are so critical. And you also feel that way about passion, purpose, and impact. And I hear it. I hear the passion in your voice. I hear that there was somebody important in your life that helps lead up to one of those very special aha moments. And I can see where that word colorful is really playing a part in these different transformational opportunities and situations in your life that have led you to where you are now. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing what you did and what led up to that aha moment and to many more, I'm sure. So tell us a bit about your coaching practice and how you help experienced women step into a life they love. Plus, tell us more about the quote, experienced woman aspect of your mission and why these women in specific? So this is such a huge question. I actually, I feel it inside my body right now because why I do what I do as a coach has so much to do with what I didn't realize I was conditioned to. Reverting back for a very quick second, the reason I was able to hear what my hiring manager said to me is because I was at that point in my life. Before that, which is the way so many in particular women live is via our conditioned beliefs. You know, we're supposed to go go to college or if not, we get a job and then we maybe get married and we fulfill our parents' dream of having children so they can be grandparents. And, you know, it's just this, you know, everything is written out for us the minute we're born. And we don't think that we're allowed to have other choices. We don't think that we deserve it. And so we discredit ourselves every day. And I did that for decades. So what I do as a coach is to help women see, because it's already within them. It's in their gut already. It is speaking to them, but they're pushing it down because they're thinking, I don't have time. I'm too busy with the kids, with my career, whatever those things might be. But until we wake up and allow ourselves the permission to have more out of our life, then we're not ready for it. So it is my job. I am. I will do this until my last breath is to help women see and understand that they do deserve more. And the experienced women I work with are women that could be career minded. I would say age 35 and older or household CEOs, which is what I like to call them. They are the home wranglers. They manage everything with the household. They've either raised kids or they're raising a pack of dogs or cats, whatever it might be. They have just as many responsibilities as a career woman does. And they still have the same feelings, which is I put my head on the pillow at night and I don't feel fulfilled, even though I completed every task I was meant to complete but it's like something is missing. And so I stand up for them and I help them understand that there is a more fulfilling life for them, that we can get rid of those conditioned beliefs 
and get rid of the dirty laundry that others have thrown on them and us to reveal what is truly spectacular. You know, I really can understand where you're coming from because I think we all have been conditioned to a degree, whether you're male or female, we've been conditioned, right? And I think that parents, caregivers, they've done the best that they can because they've learned those same things. And now it's this opportunity for us to say, aha, uh-huh, you know what? We can do things differently. And let me ask you the questions. Let's get into this. Let me coach you through like what could be what is not just your potential, what you already have inside, what you've already experienced and how you can apply that to something else that you're really passionate about. And so I love what you're doing, who you're working with, your target audience and target market, because I love what you said here, household CEOs. So important. Oh my gosh. You know, I've seen women who have been caretakers, homemakers, parents, and yet they're still wanting something more. There's still something there that's nagging at them saying, I just need to do something differently. There is a different path, but how can I shift and take that path without people being disappointed in me, without being straddled with A, B, or C, or being told, no, that's not maybe the right time, or this is not the right idea. Or maybe that's not going to be the most lucrative option for you. Well, what about taking a chance? What about taking the risk? What about working with somebody that can help you through those questions? And I think that's so important. It's someone like you who could work with someone who is having those questions, who was having those doubts, but yet still feels unfulfilled and has those passions and wants to do something different that wants to make a shift in their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that other people could come into play and they do, you know, you might dis- you know we, we fear disappointing people. We fear people telling us we're going to fail, that it's not the right opportunity. It's not this, but that's the problem that we've gotten ourselves into. We've continued to hear these outside voices. That's the dirty laundry that I talked about. And it's nobody's fault. It's not, you know, your family's fault, it's not your friend's fault. Nobody's meaning to make you feel that you are incapable. Nobody's meaning to do that. We all do the best we can with what we have and how we were raised. And I truly do believe that. But it doesn't mean we have to listen. You don't have to listen to what other people are saying. And that's that gut feeling I talked about. We know it. When somebody says to us, are you sure you want to take that job? Or are you sure you want to buy that car? You know, there's instant doubt in what they're saying. And again, they don't mean it, but we know deep down. So we first, we feel defeated, right? Because we accept it because that's what we were taught to do. Most of who we are is cultivated by the thoughts and words of other people. Did you know that 5% of our thoughts and the behavior that we react on is conscious? which means 95% is unconscious. That's the 95% of us it's conditioned. And so a lot of times we might say something, we might respond to a, a common question, and then maybe five minutes later, or maybe even a minute later, we say to ourselves, I don't know why I just said that. That's not how I feel. That's the conditioned side of us and the real authentic side of us questioning. And that's the gut. 
that's what we should believe in. And that's what's going to bring out our superpowers and really skyrocket us. I mean, I'm, I'm using this really impactful, energizing word because that's where that's what happens. When we truly let our authentic selves come out, anything is possible. And I really mean anything. I agree with you. Anything is possible. And I believe that also there are multiple factors that play a part in this, that play a part in the words and phrases that we use every day internally. That internal dialogue that we have, 95% of that is internal. It is created from somewhere. And we, if we continue to repeat those same words and phrases, we're creating what I like to call brain maps. And we can change those brain maps. Again, with the words and phrases that we use, the beliefs about ourselves. And so you are touching on so many things that I absolutely align with. I love it, Christine. So I want to go to my next question. Something that's dear to me is communicating to create meaningful relationships. And I know that you are really big on teaching how to communicate to connect and have an entire keynote platform for this. So tell us more about what it means to communicate to connect and how you help folks do this. As you mentioned, there are two sides to my business, right? I'm a life coach and I'm also a keynote speaker educating people about the unfortunate decline in how we communicate to connect with one another. And this isn't just in our personal lives, this is at work as well. I've always been very passionate about how we communicate with each other because so much in the way that we communicate with others is about how we feel. And so automatically there's a disconnect in whoever is receiving what we're saying because we're saying it from our point of view and nobody else in the world feels and sees things the way that each individual does. So right out of the gate, we are disconnected. So I'm certified as a life coach on uh, two different levels, and I'm also certified as an inspiring comfort trainer. This company teaches people about how important it is to connect and to care. And this certification fascinated me because it goes a little deeper, right? So it goes into that word care, which I know a lot of companies are like, oh, I don't know. We don't really need to talk about care, but we do. There's a huge shift in culture, and it is about showing employees, stakeholders, leadership, that that company supports them because employees want to work for a company that is mission-based. They want to feel like they matter. And guess what? What happens with mattering? You have to show you care. In my keynotes, I share awareness, as I mentioned, about our difficulty to connect better, which builds stronger teams at work, and allows us to develop more meaningful relationships in our personal lives. And sometimes it just takes asking a very simple yet extremely thought-provoking question, which is, why do we have so much trouble connecting with each other? And it brings out this side of vulnerability to everybody. It's not even talking about safe space. It's not even talking about brave space. It allows people, I think, the opportunity to share how they feel but to put it on a larger population so that they don't necessarily need so much of a safe space. Does that make sense to you? So it's like, oh, if I say what I think other people are struggling with, why they're not connecting well with other, other people, I don't have to put it on me, but deep down it is how I feel. And it becomes this deep, encouraging, enlightened conversation and people start connecting and they think, well, that's how I feel too. You know, you're in a leadership role and I'm brand new at this company. 
we feel the same way. We should talk more. We should create more projects together. It's just that immediate open door that so often we're just too afraid to share. And I love watching people as they dive into this question and connect with people they didn't think they were going to connect with. And that, okay, my day is done, right? I mean, success, check. Thank you so much. I'll come back next year. <laughs> it's um, it's very powerful. And I like that it is about the person, but they don't have to say it's about them. And yet we know that it's how they feel. And yet it opens that door, that communication to connection to connecting with their peers, their coworkers, their friends. When you asked that question, it was like, ooh, wow, that touches on something. I could feel it. You could feel it. And and I was like, oh, okay, I can answer that question and I can tell you how I feel. But I don't have to tell you that I'm feeling that way. So it's like, it's so easy to go towards and open up about it. So it's a great question. And I think it's a wonderful starting point for really opening up that dialogue. And you're right. It's not even about creating safe spaces. It's just about talking. It's about communicating. And it's about, oh, wow, we have alignment there. Or that resonates with me because it's going to open that dialogue. I love that question. What you're doing from where you began, some of your aha moments to relationship building, communicating, and what you're doing today that you're passionate about. So as we come to the close of the interview, my last question is, if you were to leave the listeners with one tip to support their journey today, what would that be? I'm going to keep it simple, but it's complex. So I say, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype that society, family, friends, and neighbors put on you to be a particular person or how to behave in a particular way. I mean, we were all literally born with a set of gifts and amazing skills that shape our authentic selves. Women, more often than not, we feel we have to settle with what's in front of us because that's what everybody else seems to do or that we're expected to maintain certain roles which results in assuming that other choices aren't a part of the equation, as I mentioned earlier. You know, it may be a situation of somebody may be called sensitive all the time, but the truth likely is they're empathetic. Somebody may be called cruel and spontaneous, but the truth likely is they're meant to be a power decision maker. Or somebody may be referred to as quiet and insecure, but yet they're probably at their best when they're creating as a writer or an artist. So leave with, don't believe the hype and that all the words people may use to describe you that could sound derogatory, they're actually the parts of you that will skyrocket. So listen to your gut. Don't believe the hype. You deserve it. Thank you, Christine, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. It's been a pleasure. I'm so grateful to have you as a friend as well. Thank you so much. You can follow Christine Paso at Facebook, LinkedIn, and at christinepasso.com. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. 
Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great! Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love & Money Collective, a core women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.